Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. The podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach, doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Fully Free Podcast. I believe that this is actually going to be the last episode of 2020, which now makes me feel like, is it even good enough (laughs) to be the very last episode? Oh, my gosh. But, you know, interesting timing because I think moving into a new year, We want to be really on top of our game with our goals and our intentions. So what's great is that today I'm going to share with you my planning process. And this is the daily, weekly, monthly, and a little bit of yearly since why not? We'll be entering into a new year. Gosh, I don't even know what date this is going to go out, but like in the next week, I think of when this is released, that's crazy. Um, how I plan and how I've been planning to have six figure months. And let me just be honest with you. That's a little bit of a lie (laughs) because it's a little bit of a lie because actually, as I'm recording this in the middle of November, I decided to use this topic because I'm obsessed with routines. Um, I'm obsessed with planning, but I'm not perfect with it. And I think that's the misconception is that, I mean, sure, maybe there are like super type A people who are always on top of their game. They always have a plan, but I like to be that person, but there's times where that just doesn't happen. And that's been lately (laughs) because as I'm recording this mid-November, it's like, there's just been a lot going on, which means ideally I would have been on top of my planning game, but I wasn't. I was, I was just distracted. I had my energy in other places. And the last week I've been getting back into it, getting back into my routines. And truly these are routines that I've used for a really long time on and off if I'm being super transparent with you. But I will say that when I use these routines, my mind feels so much clearer. My anxiety is so much lower and I wish and I know that these are things that I should be and could be using all the time, every day, every week, every month. But I just want to be really clear and transparent with you guys. I am not perfect. And even I fall off the bandwagon. And this episode could be like super hyping you up for a new year and and making you think that everything's going to go perfectly in the new year. But, you know, with 2020, we already learned that's not the case. And if we're being honest, we've already learned that well before 2020. Things don't go to plan. We're not going to be perfect. We're not always on our A game and that is okay. You can still slay. In fact, the past two months have been my first six figure months. And most of the past two months, I've been really off of my planning game. (laughs) And I've just been really going with the flow. And my mind has been a little cluttered, more cluttered than usual. And 
yeah. So anyway, you can have huge results without being perfect. However, oh my gosh, after putting this back in place, I already feel way less anxious. My mind feels way more clear. I I feel way more calm and it just feels good to have a plan in place and to be organized. And so let me tell you about the planning process I have been using forever. Super excited. So since we're going into a new year anyway, let me tell you what I do for yearly planning. I like to keep yearly planning so simple and I'd be lying if I said I didn't do any more than this. But what I will say is I don't depend on any more than this because look, I've already planned my year out so many times and every year somehow or another, I get invested in some type of intensive or course or program where I plan out my entire year, month by month, quarter by quarter. And you know, it never goes as planned I never stick to the plan. Uh, it's kind I don't uh-huh, it's kind of money wasted <laughs> because I don't do any of it. You know, I just don't think we can actually predict how the year is going to go and one thing I always love to ask my clients when they want to plan out their year is do you plan on being the same person a year from now that you are today? And it's also the same thing I love to tell my clients when they try to plan out like a year long mastermind or program and pick pricing for that. It's like, you need to be picking details of this program and pricing that are going to align with who you want to be a year from now, or maybe not even do that long-term of a program altogether. Because if you are in the coaching industry, at least, and you plan on evolving, you probably have some massive growth intended for 12 months from now, even six months from now, even three months from now. So whether that means you don't do longer term things, like especially a year long, or of course I do three month and six month things and I plan to have massive transformation in my life in that amount of time. I just, before I set pricing or details of anything, I just asked myself, would future me thank myself for this? Would six month um, from now me thank myself for this decision? Anyway, we're not going to talk about planning your year out today because it's unrealistic, <laughs> but I will tell you one of the, some of the most important things to plan and to do before entering the new year, okay? So, um, of course, I like to pick an income goal. Hello, that's what I'm all about, having an income goal, knowing what you want, knowing what you want for your life. So I like to think of what my income goal is for the year ahead and write it down somewhere. Okay. Um, those of you that follow me on Instagram stories, and if you don't, you should, cause that's where you get like insider info on like every day of my life. So follow me on Instagram at underscore the Taylor Lee, but I recently documented me transforming my office and we are going for a seven figure year. Super excited, already feeling really on track for that. Now that we're at the six figure month level, I'm going to be hitting that not even at the end of the year, 2021, but earlier. So I'm super pumped. And I have recreated my office to really align with that with my millionaire mom custom neon sign from Etsy that I'm obsessed with, my million dollar plan custom whiteboard from Etsy that I'm obsessed with, and just changing up the vibes in here. You know, I got a new desk and I got, I re, um, basically redid the aesthetic of my shelving behind me, which any of you guys that watch any of my videos have seen that. And it just feels so good. And just having those like anchoring points around me that remind me like, this is where you're going. Millionaire vibes, million dollar year, million dollar mom, whatever. 
keep me really anchored into my goal. And I just want to say that for you, that could literally be a post-it note. That's what it has been many times for me is a post-it note with my income goal written down, stuck to like, um, the bottom of my computer screen, you know, the, the computer monitor or to my wall or written down on a plain Walmart whiteboard. Like it doesn't have to be anything fancy or it could be you know? Um, but set your income goal. Number two, along with that is knowing what lifestyle goals you have for the next year. So I've moved quite a few times the past five years, one, two, three, I've had four moves in the past five years. So, um, yeah, really that's crazy. I've had five moves in the past, wait, one, two, four moves in the past five years. And yeah, that's just because I move and we've been renting because one of our goals we're working on, which is a 2021 thing, which is so crazy is buying or building or renovating something along those lines, our dream home, which will be in a different state. And it's going to be a big move and it's going to be awesome, but we're going to start that process this year. And part of that has been like saving up (laughs) and, um, until then, we just decided to keep renting. So we've been renting and moving from rental to rental and just upgrading our lifestyle pretty much every single year, which has been awesome. That may or may not be one of your goals. Maybe, you know, some of my clients have like been renovating their homes or moving or building or um, changing their lifestyle in terms of their health or different habits. It could be anything big or small. It could be a million dollar home or it could be a small lifestyle habit change, which... <laughs> small, but, um, small compared to a million dollar home, maybe, but can, is also a real commitment, you know, whether that's eating healthier, drinking more water, I don't know, getting a coach, going to therapy, whatever you need, like treat yourself well, you know, even entering into this past year for me, like one of my lifestyle intentions was just to be like, to go with the flow and motherhood, which I'm so glad I set that intention because I actually got to enjoy being a new mom you know, and not feel like I couldn't get anything done or things weren't going my way. I I just set the intention, like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be crazy, but I'm going to go with the flow and I'm going to know I can have what I want despite that. The year before I had a a strong lifestyle, um, intention of just like really like treating myself well, spoiling myself, self-care. And I got super into the routines of getting my nails done and getting massages and just lots and lots of consistent self-care. Okay. So we want our income goal. We want our lifestyle goal. And another thing that I do that I highly suggest that I find way more effective than, um, planning out your year and planning out every month is I just like to set, how can I hit my income goal with maximum three, if not less offers, what numbers would I need to hit? So for me, I'm thinking, okay, if I could hit a million dollar year with just one-on-one coaching, my inner circle mastermind and my course unleash, which is $1,200 mastermind is 12 K one-on-one we're working out right now. (laughs) Um, what numbers would I need to hit? And I plan out hitting that goal with minimal offers. And that may mean changing pricing. That may mean changing the structure. Uh, But I actually teach this process in my inner circle. If you're looking to get to your first quarter of a million dollar year, that's $250,000 in your year, um, or 
20 to 30K cash months consistently, you got to be in the inner circle. So we'll link that in the show notes. It's my mastermind for women who want to have their first quarter of a million dollar year. It's application only. It's, 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 it's amazing. And the first training you'll get the day you join is exactly this. I just give you the numbers, like my recommended numbers. Of course, I'm not a my way or the highway coach, but I like to give my clients those numbers from an outside perspective. Like when we're in it, it can be hard to see how that's even possible. Or like, I find it's hilarious in a way to me, people will be going for a 20 K month goal and they'll think they need like hundreds of course sales and stuff. And I'm like, I'm, I no, you don't. We're at over 600,000 for the year. Like you don't have to do that. You don't need to have six figure launches all the time. Right. Um, I haven't even had a single six figure launch this year. So like, you don't need that. Um, anyway, guys, my point is it can be really, really simple. And sometimes you need that outsider's perspective to help you see the simplest way. And that's what I do with my private clients, my inner circle clients, even women who go through Unleash, which will probably be launching soon after this podcast comes out sometime in the early new year. Um, but anyway, I really suggest joining the inner circle of 20 to 30 K months is your goal. I, I know that that's a lot of the women who listen to this podcast. That's where they want to go. Totally capable for you in 2021, regardless of where you're starting. Okay. So yearly, we want to know income goal, lifestyle goals, and program numbers. So, um, that is huge for me. And what's cool is like, now it's like, okay, I know how many private clients I need or want. I know how many inner circle clients I need and want, and I know how many course sales I need and want. And then I can, I can divide it out by the month or by the quarter or whatever, and I can plug and play. And the fact of the matter is, again, do you expect to be the same person a year from now that you are today? Because what I find is, um, people tend to divide their numbers out by 12 or by quarter and think they need to be there by the end of the month or by the end of the quarter. And the fact is, is you're going to get better as you go. So you're probably going to be hitting goals that are two, three, four times as big at the end of the year as you do in quarter one. So it's okay if you feel behind business and hitting goals and business is not linear. Anyway, that's what I suggest for yearly planning. Here's what I do monthly. Okay. I look at my sales numbers, which starts with me reflecting on my yearly numbers, where I'm at, where I want to be. And even the last month's numbers, the last few months numbers, pushing myself to do better. So I just decide like, okay, and what programs am I going to be selling this month? And what enrollment numbers do I want to hit? I set an income goal. What do I want to make this month in revenue? I set money intentions. This is where I think about how much profit I want to make, how much savings I want, um, what's going out. Maybe there's an investment. I want to make a big purchase, a splurge. Um, I schedule in my money date. I do a money date every month. That's something we can talk about later. Um, but money date is where I look at my income, my expenses, like every single thing of money. I look at into each account. I transfer money. I save for taxes. Like that is something that takes me three or four hours. And I I have an accounting and bookkeeping team. This is not me doing my own bookkeeping. This is me taking time to look at my money because what you focus on grows. I even have um, an assistant or a business manager who looks at every bit of money that comes in as well. So I have many people on my team looking at money already, and I still set aside basically a whole work day to do my money date a month. Um, I look at, I, I get, um, I love to get a big desk calendar. I usually just keep it in my closet if I'm being honest, but I like to pull it out every month and just set my launch dates 
with post-it notes and move these post-it notes around until launch dates feel perfect. And then I know each week what I'd be focusing on, when I'd be focusing more on sales, what we're selling, and I get to move things around for it to feel really good. Um, This is also something you could do quarterly. And ideally, in an ideal world, I love to know the next 90 days. Um, But how often does that happen? Uh, Hardly, hardly, hardly ever. If I know the next two months, I'm doing really good. But if I know the next month, we're where we need to be. You don't need to be as planned ahead as we tend to think. But then each month, I like to set vibe intentions, as I call them. How I want to feel. How I want to feel in my body. How I want to feel in my relationship. How I want to feel in other relationships. How I want to feel about my business. What vibes do I want to carry through the month? And I like to simplify these into like two or three words. Joyful. Grateful. Uh, loved, appreciated, um, high vibe, like any, like two or three words that I can write down somewhere super simple on my whiteboard, on a post-it note, and just look at and remind myself that is how I want to feel this month. Because you can always find something to feel that way about. And so in that sense, your feelings are a choice. And I always like to, as hard as I can, try to feel the way I want to feel, even when things aren't going my way or how I wanted or something like that. There's still something I can be joyful about, something I can be grateful for, something I can do to feel high vibe. And I like to do that. I like to just, if I can choose to be happy or whatever feeling I want, I like to choose that. And that is my reminder, my anchor to do so. And it's also how you set the intention so that can just simply manifest as well for you. So that's what I do monthly on a really, really simple uh, note. That is what I do every month. Okay, what do I do every week? And I just got done doing this and I've been thinking, 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 what is the last podcast episode of the year going to be? And it's been probably two months since I've done my weekly planning routine, but I was doing really well with it, especially um, I got, I actually started this process, this exact one once Ruby was born because I knew I needed to be like, you can see none of these plannings are like hardcore planning, right? It it leaves room for flow. And that's what I needed when Ruby was born because I needed to plan, but I also knew there was no way I could stick with, to a plan with a newborn baby, whether you're a mom or not, it's still true. Life happens, things happen. You can't plan for everything. You can't, I've never understood. And I've always wanted to be this person, but people who teach planning where they show their calendar, where every minute is booked and color coordinated and like their calendar is just full and they know what they're doing every minute of the day. That does not work for me because my days never go as planned. And plus I like to, I like to trust how I'm feeling too. So anyway, um, this is how I keep my, my week planned, but also lots of room for flow. So I like to start with what are my intentions for the week? How do I want to feel? And what do I want to manifest in? Right? So for example, this week, I just, I'm I'm feeling, I'm starting the week tired, to be honest. I have a little bit of a headache. I've been having this like shoulder issue, like a little bit of shoulder pain that kind of goes up into my neck for about a week. So honestly, my big intention for the week is to feel good. I just want to feel good. I want to have energy. I don't want to have pain in my body anymore. Um, so I'll take, I'll take aligned action to that. But my other intention as well is as I'm recording this, we're in a launch for Unleash. So, and it ends Monday. So we have seven more days of the launch. I want 
a lot of unleash sales. So that was an intention I set as well. Once I have my intentions, I can move into the universe's to-do list that I'm assigning the universe. Best team member you can have is the universe on your side. So I literally opened up my notebook, wrote down week of November 23rd, split the page down the middle with a very crooked line. And on one side, I wrote universe. On one side, I wrote me. And the universe's job is to send me good vibes, to send me inspired ideas, to send me my lots of course sales that I still want to bring in. Um, and, and even more, anything you could possibly want that you're not really sure how it's not really in your control, right? Like it's not really in my control how many course sales I get. It's in my control if I show up for it. It's in my control if I keep the vibes around it, keep my mindset in a good place, do the work. But it's really in the universe's hands what ends up happening. So I assigned exactly what I wanted to the universe. Now, as you can guess, then I have to go through and make my list. So the way I like to do this is is I have a list I just save into my Google Drive of every project, as I like to call it in my business. So this projects are like my podcast, my membership, my different courses, my mastermind, um, social media, the email list, Facebook ads. Um, Every single thing in your business is, in a sense, its own project. So then I just kind of scan that list and I think of, and I also have Asana where we schedule most things, but definitely not perfect. So I scan Asana, I scan my list and I just write down every single thing that needs to get done under those projects. Like this week, things that are a little more urgent. then I go back through that list and I go, okay, what is actually not necessary? What can I ditch? Cross it out. Okay, done. We're gonna consider it done because it was never necessary. What can I outsource? Okay, send your team a message, outsource it. Sometimes outsourcing is asking a friend for help, um, asking your partner for help as well. Because there's things on my list that are like, schedule this appointment, um, do this thing around the house before Thanksgiving this week. Like that type of stuff as well gets on that list because also projects are things in my life, like my health, my home, my family. Those are projects that I just like to add to my list so I can mentally think, okay, what needs to get done in those areas, right? Um, and then anything that's left should be things that I have to do myself and that are actually required to get done this week. And that I actually schedule. I put in my planner or on my calendar or on a to-do list of some sort. I'm not, I'm not very like rigid on how I do that. Um, but those are the things I'm deciding that I'm doing. Two other things I like to look at are what do I physically need? Um, or that sounds a little intense. Like what do I need this week? So for me, there wasn't really actions there, but it was just like, relax, take it easy, feel good. Cause that's what my body needs this week. But sometimes it's like a hair appointment, like (laughs) get my nails done, go to the chiropractor, whatever. Um, And another thing I like to look at is cycles. So you can do this with your cycle and, or you can do this with the moon cycle. I like to look at both, Um, and I really like to follow Kate Northrup's book, Do Less. Um, So I literally keep her book on my shelf, uh, and I grab it almost like a textbook or a reference book, and I just always check in each week and see what, wherever the moon is or wherever I am in my own cycle, what that means and what would be a good use of my time this week. Because anyway, read the book and you'll understand exactly what I mean here, but I don't follow this to a T because I don't like to be super rigid in my life or follow anything to a T, 
but I do like to look at it and be mindful of it. And I just find that like when, when I just even know what's going on in those two areas, which a lot of the time I'm just clueless about, to be honest, if I don't do these check-ins, I'll go through my life completely clueless. But when I do the check-ins, it's like, things just make a lot more sense. <laughs> my emotional reactions to things make a lot more sense. How I physically feel makes a lot more sense. How I feel about certain tasks in my business make a lot more sense. My productivity levels make a lot more sense. And I just like to be mindful of them, but I don't, they don't dictate everything about my life or my schedule, but I love to know, to, to check in on them. Okay. Daily planning. I have to keep this so, so simple. Every day I look at my calendar I write down my appointments and then I write down my top. It, it, it changes. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Honestly, it would be an ideal world if I just had three things to do each day. And of course, sometimes I group them together like sell. In my mind, I know sell means get my post out, get my stories out, um, maybe follow up with people who've reached out, etc. Like I know what sell means. Um, and that's one to do for me. But anyway... I like to, that's on my to-do list today, if you can't tell. I like to have three to five to-dos. Um, there's no sense in over-planning, over-booking yourself. There's no, like, being unrealistic with what you can actually get done in a day when you're doing your planning just defeats the purpose because you're never going to be able to stick with it if you're treating yourself like that. And you're actually going to screw up your schedule and your business and your life because you're going to be planning to fail. So you're going to fail. Do you know what I mean? Like keep your to-dos really simple. Um, and obviously look at your schedule because I used to avoid my schedule because I was afraid to be overbooked and burn out or like not like what was on my schedule for the day, which is really sad. But I know a lot of people go through that and I would miss appointments. I would be late for things. I would constantly feel scattered. So I like to have my daily plan written out. It takes me five minutes a day to do this. So, so, so simple. Um, that's that you guys, 25 minutes or less. I've shared with you how I plan for the year, the month, the week, and the day. And that's my planning process that is taking me to seven figures and has brought me <laughs> to my biggest year yet through my first year of motherhood. <sighs> and I cannot believe I've been slacking on it lately for the past two-ish months, a little less than two months, I'd say. And it feels incredible to be back into it. And I'm, I'm grateful to get to share this with you guys today. So let me know on Instagram, uh, share a screenshot of you listening to this, tag me, send me a message. Let me know if you're doing this and how it feels because I am obsessed. I love it. Cool. You guys, I'll talk to you in next week's episode, AKA I'll talk to you guys next year. Bye guys. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.